instead of holding a regular Groundhog's Day, they brought out a white groundhog they claimed to be Willie in a tiny coffin, dressed in a tuxedo, <laughs> holding a carrot. <laughs> and they had a, a funeral for him. Nice. And they read, nice. they read his will, which in his will, obviously, he p- predicted yeah. the weather. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my, which was an early spring, and I have dot dot dot. What the actual f- is happening? <laughs> Welcome back to the Bug and Rug Podcast. As always, my name is Caitlin, and I am once again joined by... Mama Sue. This is Dad Bruce. And today we are going to bring you another story that may or may not keep you up at night. Hopefully by the end of it we will all still be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug. But only time will tell. And I'm not going to lie, this one has kept me up a lot. I'm going to just say that up front. Because this one is about Groundhog's Day. Now, Groundhog's Day is on February 2nd, so it's, it already happened. But I, I, I think that we should celebrate it now. I think we should celebrate it every day of the year. Every, every day, day of every the day year is Groundhog's Day. day. <laughs> exactly. No, I think that we can learn about it now so next year we're more prepared. And this way we can choose which celebration we want to go to next year so we can just plan a vacation around it. Because yeah. we could go to Pennsylvania, but we also could go to other places. Yeah. yeah, we were supposed to go this year. So now that we have more choices, we can make a better decision. Yes, we'll be more informed. Our friends Bonnie and Diane wanted us to go, yeah. and we were like, no, we're not going to go. Then the last moment, they were like, let's go. And I thought, no, let's go down to Buckhannon, the West Virginia zone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but a little bit closer. why do we have to go to Pennsylvania? It's not like Pennsylvania has the market on no. Groundhog. And I'm going to tell you, Punxsutawney Phil is not, he does not have the highest statistics on guessing correctly no. either. And we will talk about that too. I know. No. Scandalous. Come on, Phil. Come on, Phil. He's almost just like a regular mm. marmot. Oh. <laughs> There's nothing special about him. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. How does he even get chosen? No. Anyway. So if, if, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, if you don't celebrate Groundhog's Day, pshaw to you, first of all. <laughs> Second of all. Uh, Groundhog's Day is celebrated on February 2nd of each year. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't look it up? They're like, you're at work, and it's like 9.30, 10 o'clock in the morning, and you're like, oh shit! I think... I gotta go look this up. Maybe some... just gotta bleep you. No, I only bleep the f*** word. (laughs) (laughs) Your grandma would be so proud I no, would she believe she I wouldn't say it with grandma here. That's why she's not a guest. Anyway, on February 2nd, 1887, Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania's local newspaper editor, Clymer Freeze, C-L-Y-M-E-R-F-R-E-A-S, convinced those who formed the Punxsutawney Groundhog Club to be a little bit kinder to the furry beasts. Freeze told the business businessmen turned groundhog hunters that the creatures could actually predict the weather. To see if the story held a semblance of truth, the men followed Freeze to Gobbler's Knob and watched as a groundhog came out of its burrow, saw its own shadow, and scurried back down the hole from front. The girl on Mean Girls could predict the weather. Too. Yes, I am 80% sure it's already rainy. <laughs> Freeze didn't use his tatas, but he used this groundhog to proudly proclaim that this meant winter would continue on for six more weeks. This tradition has continued in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania to this day with a groundhog officially named Punxsutawney Phil, seer of seers, sage of sages, prognosticator of prognosticators, and weather prophet extraordinaire, residing as the local meteorologist. He's got a big long name. He's got a big long name, usually just known as Bugs Bounty Bill. <laughs> French Creek Freddy. French Creek Freddy. That's Freddie. the only thing we need to follow. <laughs> so, 
we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Back off, Dad. Back off, Dad. <laughs> Tawny claims that they're the first ones to do it. That's mm-hmm. debated, but that's why we start with their story. They they claim that they're the first ones to do it in uh, the United States. Like Grafton tries to take ownership of Mother's Day. I didn't know that. Yes, I did not. That I'm sorry. <laughs> You didn't know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. That you, could be a you lived like 30 miles from Grafton. I couldn't tell you which way Grafton was. <laughs> I'm sorry, world. Don't, don't. That way. South. <laughs> south. I was going to say south. South to southeast. I was going to say, yes, I said south ceased. <laughs> ceased. It ceased. It ceased. Okay, sorry for No, you're good. You're Go good. On. That's, yeah, Swiss. we need to talk about tell this. Tell us more. Groundhog's Day is now observed throughout North America on February 2nd of each year. Squeaky, squeaky over there. I got a squeaky chair. Is that a groundhog under your ass or is it just a chair? Sorry, that was inappropriate. Don't think about that. That might be called a serious The thought is that if a groundhog emerges from its burrow on this day and sees its shadow due to clear weather, it will retreat to its den and winter will go on for six more weeks. Sunny winter days are usually associated with colder, drier air, thus more winter, if that makes sense. If a groundhog does not see its shadow due to cloudiness, then spring will arrive early because they're basically thinking it's not as cold, you know, we're getting the spring showers because it's cloudy type of thing. So it is, whether it's, you know, real or not, it is based in, quote unquote, some weather facts unless it's snowing unless it's snowing and then and then you know we don't know i don't know it snowed on my birthday before though which is in march so so this year punxsutawney field predicted six more weeks of winter along with new jersey's essex edwina ohio's buckeye chuck illinois's woodstock willie and wisconsin's jimmy the groundhog creative there guys On the other hand, West Virginia's French Creek Freddy, New York's Charles G. Hogg, a.k.a. Staten Island Chuck, Massachusetts' Miss G., and Georgia's General Beauregard Lee all predicted early spring. I think I'm rooting for this bunch since Staten Island Chuck holds the best prediction record out of all of them. Why is there only one woman, female, male? Um, listen, there has been debate on whether they have actually been females before, and then everybody just lied and said they're males. That's actually yeah. something we'll get okay. into a little bit yeah, later. It's kind of difficult to see a groundhog's pee-pee. <laughs> never tried it myself, but... I never tried it myself. <laughs> then how would you know? Most people like female weather women. Yeah, but that's... Because they can use their tatas to predict <laughs> if it's yeah. raining or not. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> now, you may be asking... Why would anyone believe that a groundhog could predict the weather on this particular day? I was thinking exactly that. <laughs> right. Well, that's not the question I'm going to answer. Oh, I wasn't really. <laughs> I will answer who thought of this idea first. Yeah. Spoiler alert, it was probably not Punxsutawney's climber, Freeze. I don't think that's how you pronounce his name. That's how I'm going to pronounce say it. I Frise because it sounds better. Frise? Maybe? Frise. He's French. Maybe he's French. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> he's Dutch. He's Pennsylvania Dutch. That makes oh. more sense. So how do you say f- Yes. Give me a Dutch accent. Go. <laughs> Fraz. Oh, big summer blowout. Is he Dutch? There it is. That's it right there? <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Uh, he's got to be Dutch, right? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, okay, so Imbolc is a pagan holiday that takes place on February 2nd, the point between the winter solstice and the spring equinox, like the exact center. We did talk about this a few episodes ago in our December episode about the Oak King versus the Holly King, very briefly. Um, so it dates back to the pre-Christian era era in the British Isles, and the earliest mentions of Imbolc is in Irish poetry found in the 10th century, or found from the 10th century, I guess. Are you going to read it to us? No. Huh. Will you at least give us an Irish accent? <laughs> uh, no. No. <laughs> no. I'll call him right now. No. So the information gathered from these poems, essentially, gives us reason to believe that the ritual stems from the breeding cycle of sheep and the beginning of lactation, giving the holiday the aura of rebirth. Back to women, weather people. 
I'll kick you off this podcast right now. I'll bleep everything you say from here on out. Uh, sure. Sure. Anyway, Imbolc celebrations took the form of a festival in honor of the pagan goddess Brigid. B-R-I-G-I-D. Brigid. She was considered one of the most powerful... Oh, God, I'm going to get this wrong. Celtic? Yeah. Celtic? God. Celtic for some, Celtic for others. Okay. Potato, potato, potato. Tomato, yeah. potato, whatever. Uh, she oversaw spring herself, fertility blessings, poetry, crafts, cattle and sheep, musics, music and prophecy as a whole. So she was like a huge deal, especially, I mean, obviously right at this time because we're going into farming season and right. we're getting more animals rebirth. and rebirth. Yes. You know, baby animals we're and things like that. seeds in the ground. Right. So everyone wanted to impress Bridget, so they would craft effigies of the goddess from bundles of oats and rush beginning the night before February 1st. The effigy was placed in a dress and put in a basket overnight. The following day, celebrants would participate in rituals involving burning lamps and bonfire... Bon... What? what? Bonfires? Yeah. Bonfibers? What is that? Uh, that's, that's clothes. <laughs> I don't know. Or uh, cereal. Right? So the love for the goddess Brigid was so strong that she was actually adopted into Christianity as Saint Brigid, even though the Catholic Church disputes this. They say that Saint Brigid was their idea. She has no association to the pagan holiday goddess whatsoever. Hmm. So Saint Brigid is the patron saint of Irish nuns, newborns, midwives, dairy maids, and cattle. Seems pretty similar to me. <laughs> the Catholic Church. Oh, you can say something like that, but I can't. You're talking about women's boobs. I'm talking about the Catholic Church. Okay. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> anyway, the Catholic Church claims that St. Bridget was born in Ireland around 453 AD to a slave and a chieftain. Growing up, she was celebrated for her agricultural knowledge and her charity to the poor after creating a monastery in Kildare that worked it worked with people in need. So, the, you know. This could be... I picked this one so we can have a road trip to Ireland. You picked this one, what? We're going to go visit the monastery? No. <laughs> yes. Some location with... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You're picking this one to go celebrate Groundhog's Day? Yes. I don't think they celebrate Groundhog's Day. Oh, I'm so confused. Please tell me more. Okay, I will. After working with... Uh, okay, so St. Saint, Saint Bridget worked with St. Patrick, and she became Ireland's first nun, technically. That's why she's kind of famous. She died in 424 AD, and a fire built in her honor at the monastery was said to have burnt for 500 years without producing ash. The celebration, we can go to this place in Ireland because the celebration of St. Bridget's Day takes place on February 1st. There you okay. go. So there's always been a celebration of some sort. Um, I'm in. Yes. So we could, we could go. Now we have an answer as to why February 2nd is an important date. You are probably now thinking that the groundhog was surely Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania's original idea, you know, the Clemar Freeze guy. Freeze? Freeze? I can't Freeze. say it in a Dutch. Yeah, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Dutch. Dutch. Pennsylvania Dutch. You're, uh, you're probably thinking, okay, Frost. well, this, this guy maybe celebrated St. Bridget's Day, and as a joke, he, like, was, you know, tricked these guys into talking about the groundhog. Well, you're wrong. You're wrong. This was not his idea. <laughs> There's another celebration. Candlemas, or the Feast of Purification, is a Christian holiday that is also celebrated on February 2nd, and it has a lot of similar aspects to Imbolc in a way. Its origin can be traced to 4th century Greece as a purification holiday, representing the return of light after winter's darkness. So very much a rebirth of nature and light and things like that. It commemorates the occasion when the Virgin Mary, in accordance with Jewish law, went to the Holy Temple in Jerusalem, both to be purified 40 days after the birth of her son and to present Jesus to God as her firstborn. Those who participate in this celebration, um, they take candles to their local church where they are blessed and used for the rest of the year. For Christians, these candles serve as a symbol of Jesus Christ, who is the light of the world. So this custom made its way to Germany, and it 
landed already on an important day. So this day in Germany, we've got a lot of celebrations going on. I know it's very confusing. Mm -hmm. This day in Germany is actually called, um, it's the beginning of the farmer's year as well as the end of the servant's year. So at the midpoint between the winter solstice and the spring equinox, a farmer should have had half of the winter's food stocked for his cattle. So it's basically halfway mark to see how well they're doing into the new spring where they're going to get more food. Okay. So they were also supposed to pay the remainder of their annual wages to their servants. So it's basically like a payday for everybody. If you haven't gotten paid by this date, somebody's doing something wrong because you should have gotten your money. So there are many there are many proverbs and rhymes that have to do with animals becoming active or not active in the start of the farmer's year, depending on the weather. So it often has to do with a hedgehog, usually as an example. Um, this kind of spiraled into the German conclusion that if the sun appeared on Candlemas, a hedgehog or a badger would cast a shadow, making a second winter. So they kind of included the Jesus is the light of the world. We light candles at this time. And then these animals should wake up. And it's a start of, you know, a fresh start, spring kind of situation. Does that make sense? Yeah, but are you going to read us one of the poems? Um, That's my kind poem. of. Okay. Kind of. Listen, the translation. Listen. <laughs> Do your own research. <laughs> you told me not to look anything up. I will. Your own I'm after <laughs> no, no, no. I'll talk about it a little bit. In Don Yoder's 2003 book Groundhog Day, he describes that the Handwarterbuch des Deutschen Alberglobens, or the Dictionary of German Folk Belief, has, a, has an article on Lichtmas or Candlemas. Above all, it says Candlemas is decisive for the weather of the coming time, and with it also for the fruitfulness of the year. This European encyclopedia also cites the docks or badger as the Candlemas weather prophet throughout much of the German-speaking Europe. Doshtag or Badger Day is a German folk expression for Candlemas. So they kind of combined all of these together. And the belief was if the badger encountered sunshine on Candlemas and therefore saw his shadow, he crawled back into his hole to stay for four more weeks, which would be a... Uh, continuation of winter weather. So we got all, we got a lot of stuff, and it's really all to say that Groundhog's Day was stolen. <laughs> That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. <laughs> those Pete, those uh, that that club, the Groundhog Club, yeah, yeah, that was notorious for hunting down and killing, yeah, uh, groundhogs. They stole it. They stole it. Klimar Freeze stole it, technically. Yeah. But if he was Dutch, he probably knew some of this German tradition, or they celebrated it. Oh, that it. makes sense. You know, yeah. and so he brought it over. Yeah, use Pennsylvania Dutch. They don't have badges. Exactly, exactly. So we talk about all this basically to say there's it. It actually goes back really, really far. Groundhog's Day seems like a very silly tradition in my mind, but there is some. Can you imagine waiting for a head a, a hedgehog? hedgehog? I don't even know where I'd find one. <laughs> But there is, it is based in tradition that's from years and years and years ago. So there is a point to it. based on the farmers. Yeah. Hedgehogs and groundhogs are almost the same thing. One's in Europe, though. Hedgehogs and groundhogs and badgers. And badgers. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, nicely done. So we talk about badgers and hedgehogs and groundhogs. Badgers are actually native to the United States and Pennsylvania itself, technically. Mm -hmm. oh. However, the Delaware Nation was an indigenous tribe living in Pennsylvania when the first European settlers arrived. Um, a little bit about them really quick. They called the area Punkus Utenic, Uteninic, I'm pronouncing that wrong, um, which means the land of Punkus, um, this is the area where, like, Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania is. Punkus are sandflies that engulfed Pennsylvania before the 1800s. By 1840, settlers had officially taken over Punkus and changed the name to Punxsutawney, I think because it sounds it can, similar. It could, can pronounce Couldn't it. pronounce it right. Yeah. So the Delaware nations shared many legends between the Cherokee Nation, one of which is about why a groundhog's tail is so short. And this could be why... The groundhog was a little bit more popular with European settlers than the badger because they kind of 
I mean, moved into this indigenous tribe space and they talked about the groundhog more than the badger. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, groundhogs are also known as woodchucks, whistle pigs, woodshocks, whistlers, marmots. They're also called thickwood badgers, red monks, land beavers, wheeznucks, monarchs, ground pigs, and some folks even call it a syphilox. A syphilox. <laughs> so, so thickwood badger or badger, maybe they got confused what a badger was maybe it was dark out and they're like that's a badger and it wasn't who knows anyway we do bat we do groundhogs instead of badgers we do groundhogs and whistle pigs yes whistle pigs that's true yes yes um badgers will also attack humans if they feel threatened Mm -hmm. while groundhogs are a little less aggressive so that is also a thought of mine that maybe they tried to do badgers and then somebody got attacked and they're like Maybe we'll do the groundhogs instead. Can you imagine picking the badger yeah. up? Oh yeah, you would die. Put it up to your ear. What are you? Sh- he doesn't Except there was one time I-, I saw this picture. Listen, so while Grandma I say badger. that groundhogs are less aggressive than badgers, that doesn't mean that they aren't aggressive at all. Yeah. So questions, concerns, thoughts. About the background of Groundhog's Day before we get into the Groundhog's Day scandals. Anything I need to clear up as to why we celebrate Groundhog's Day? Well, I'm just thinking that uh, we were talking about it and I said, oh, where does this even come from? There you go. There you go. Yeah. A lot of different... Well, I think it's everything put together. February 2nd is an important day for basically everybody, whether it's for Groundhog's Day or, you know, whatever. Because it's the, the... Halfway point mm-hmm. into spring. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I, I don't know, you know, um, most things come from from Europe. Most traditions would come from Europe. Yeah. And they brought them over. Yeah. And it's just been morphed into our culture. Yeah. Um, you also have to think of the, the climate of what Ireland would be compared yeah. to the middle of Pennsylvania or northern part of North America. It wouldn't be the same. Mm-mm. We have a continental climate, so it's going to snow yeah while they you know i'm no expert on on ag- agrarian life there but they would be being they would be getting ready to plant yeah yeah and so and i think i think maybe that's why groundhogs maybe that's why they're not very good at predicting things because we got a different whole new we're in a different area system. exactly yeah. so long story short before we get in the stories I think that it's interesting about the background because everything comes from pagan holidays. So this technically came from pagan holiday, went to Christian holiday. Or the Catholic Church. Went to the Catholic... Mm, mm. mm, okay. Pagan holiday, Catholic Church, whatever you believe. Moved into Germany, into the Dutch area. They brought it over and it just kind of got changed and changed and changed until we celebrate Groundhog's Day. So, now, in 2015, Sun Prairie... Wisconsin's mayor, Jonathan Frund, Freund, was listening to Jimmy the Groundhog's whispers on whether winter would continue on when the groundhog bit the mayor's ear. <laughs> the mayor then stated that Jimmy predicted an early spring, but Jimmy's handlers said that he predicted six more weeks of winter. The twist? The city itself issued a statement that said... Only the mayor can interpret Jimmy's <laughs> prognostications. The official the handlers, don't, the handlers know don't know anything. The official groundhog ease um, person that is uh, listening to the groundhog. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of those things. Like if you become president, you only know you know like certain secrets yeah. that nobody else does. If you become mayor in Sun Prairie, Wisconsin, you're the only one that can understand a groundhog. Kind of ridiculous. Because he could, but have, been, he could have been playing. The yeah. groundhog could have been playing against the mayor and the and handlers. Yeah, maybe the mayor didn't like it. Yeah, but if you give me a carrot. I'll tell you spring. If you look up this this video. There is a video of him biting the mayor's yeah. ear. It wasn't terrible at all, but you can definitely see the handlers like pull him back really quick and the mayor be like, oh God. <laughs> and then he just continues on talking like nothing happens. Wait, I just wait, think wait. it's funny that the city's like, no, no, no. The mayor knows. The mayor knows what's happening. What do they eat? Groundhogs? Yeah, lots Anything. of Anything. Vegetables. Ground roots. There's a guy that, on YouTube. He does a, uh, or he, he does a video and he sets up a video near 
um, his garden. Because the groundhogs. Because he has a groundhog family mm-hmm. that lives under the shed. And they come out and eat right there. And so he set up, he, he lets them eat. He sets a picture. They'll just be sitting there. In and front they'll of go the camera. And get his whatever, radishes, carrots, whatever. And they mm-hmm. sit there and they sit up there and they just nibble away. Yeah. Millions of people watch that. It's every cute. Year. I've seen it. They're cute. So Staten Island Chuck also attacked his then mayor Michael Bloomberg in 2009 as Bloomberg tried Who? to co- Michael Bloomberg? Yes. Good. In 2009? <laughs> oh, I was like, this what? This is not a political show. Uh, perfect. <laughs> as Bloomberg tried to coax the furry friend out with an ear of corn, Staten Island Chuck lunged for his finger instead. <laughs> Staff at the zoo later stated, quote, we think Chuck thought the mayor was taking his food away. <laughs> so I think he was like in a little container or whatever. I don't understand why... They didn't take him out for the mayor, but that's neither here nor there, I guess. Anyway, CBC reporter Brett Ruskin was bitten on the thumb by Shubenacady, Nova Scotia's Shubenacady Sam. Ruskin... Shubenacady Sam. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Ruskin actually intercepted the rodent as it was trying to flee its enclosure. It like jumped off the table, ran towards the fence, started climbing, and he was like standing in the back and like grabbed the groundhog with his bare hands and like took him back. And it's very funny because when you look up this specific story, um, he tweeted it, a picture of his thumb that was like bleeding. He's like, I just got bit by the groundhog. (laughs) Those people around that understand Groundhog Eats, they heard him say, Freedom! Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, all all involved were fine. The Groundhog was fine. The reporter was fine. Um, they, they think that where they went wrong was that they decided to play bagpipes and the Groundhog <laughs> got scared. And so, they decided that next year they wouldn't use the bagpipes. Because it's like bagpipes? Yeah. I'm Irish! <laughs> This is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So while these incidents are laughable, uh, there are some Groundhog's Day scandals that I find weird, in my opinion. So we're going to talk about one that we briefly brought up, uh, that Dad read about briefly, and I said, oh, it's weirder than you think. So Willie the Groundhog... um, I don't know what that word is supposed to be. Hold on. In the silence. She's going to cut this out. Yeah. We're going to splice it together. Yeah. So everything that's going on right now will never happen. (laughs) Willie the Groundhog (laughs) entertained tourists across the nation. Um... Oh, Drew. It's supposed to be Drew. Willie the Groundhog drew in tourists across the nation to the... Wharton Groundhog Day Festival in Ontario, Canada. I think it's a pretty famous one. He was special due to the fact that he was albino and very cute, in my opinion. However, in 2021, it was announced that the festival would not be in person, which wasn't like super surprising because of COVID. They decided not to meet. They were going to have a, like a, not a Zoom, but like a pre-recorded thing that they were going to post like at, you know, the time or they're going to do it live. We're going to do it live. Um, so the, the the recorded prediction video that aired for the virtual event was nothing like the in-person festivities, mostly due to the fact that Willie was not in the video at all. Hmm. Then what was the point? Mm. Obviously, everyone <laughs> was Willie, thinking the worst. Willie banged in. Willie didn't want to come in today. He's feeling pretty sick. Didn't want to come in. Screw you all. I'm not putting that mask on. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Officials would not give an answer to the public as to what happened. Because the video was basically the mayor. And she's like, six more weeks of winter. And then like threw her hat in the air. And that was the end of the video. And everybody was like, what did you do to Willie? Where is he? What has happened? Nothing. Silence. Radio silence from everybody. Over nine months later, on November 23rd, 2021... Uh, Mayor Janice Janice Jackson, can you believe that's Janice her name? <laughs> Janice Jackson <Nasty> girl. <laughs> finally released an official statement. Quote our I'll On a Friday. When so they she had a leave. lot of news going on. 
<laughs> she could leave. She wasn't in an office over the weekend. It got leaked. Right, 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 right. <laughs> right at the end. So the statement said, Our albino prognosticator sadly passed away, leaving his big brown understudy in charge of making the 2022 prediction. She went on to say that Willie had died nearly a year prior, <laughs> but she wanted to protect the Weirton Willie brand by keeping his death a secret. A secret. <laughs> We're gonna keep it a secret. So she could have had this huge event. They could have had a, a, a memorial. memorial. Listen. Oh my God! Did you read about this? No. Listen. Okay. This town. On Groundhog's Day 1999, children burst into tears when Wharton Willie's handlers announced the groundhog had died two days prior. Instead of holding a regular Groundhog's Day, they brought out a white groundhog they claimed to be Willie in a tiny coffin, dressed in a tuxedo, <laughs> holding a carrot. <laughs> and they coffin. had a, a funeral for him. Nice. And they read, nice. they read his will, which in his will, obviously, he p- predicted yeah. the weather. Yeah. <laughs> oh, which was an early spring. And I have dot, 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 what the actual f is happening? <laughs> and then, okay. I give all my worldly vegetables to oh, whoever is able to get into the burrow next. So they had this funeral, right? And then they later revealed that the groundhog that was in the coffin was not the actual groundhog. <laughs> they didn't want to pay for taxes. They killed two of them? No, they no. Killed two of them. I don't know. So, okay. It was so, a stuffed animal. It was a real one. And some guy, if you look up videos of this, he has it still, like in his attic. I don't know who he is. But uh, what happened was. They have basically, this town has basically said that the same groundhog has been predicting the future since, like, um, I think, I don't know if I have it in here, but, like, the 60s. (laughs) And, like, that's impossible. Impossible, So they, like, for 1999, it was, like, the first time that they were, like, oh, my God, he died. Like, you know. Unless it's a vampire. Right, but what happened, what I think happened was, because they found Willie, he actually died, like the one that was supposed to predict in 1999, and he was too decomposed, and he was very smelly, so what I think happened was one of the previous groundhogs had been stuffed, right, and so they brought that one out to do the funeral, and then, like, the Willie that died, they just buried somewhere. Secretly. So, like, the town Just had a... Just in the rubbish heap. Probably. Probably. So, the, um, the town had, like, a weird, these groundhogs live forever thing. They tried to say that the same Willie was making predictions for years. But groundhogs, like, normally only live, like, what's well, just, like, 3 to 14 years in captivity. It's probably usually on the lower end of things. And there had actually been several Willies. And the funeral was, like, the first time that people were like, oh, my God, we haven't... This is, we have, we're, we're now going to have a new Willie, essentially. So then the incident in 2021 just like solidified that the town was trying to make these groundhogs live forever because what happened was they didn't have a backup albino groundhog and then they couldn't find one in time to make like the new predictions. So she like had to, they couldn't find one for 2022 either. So she couldn't be like, oh, he was, he just wasn't feeling well. He's back for 2022. So they couldn't find a cousin like Scooby Doo and Scooby Dumb. No, what? Well, no, they now have a brown groundhog, and they said, "If you look at Scooby There's Dumb, no Scooby Dumb. <laughs> Scrappy Doo." Wait a minute, folks! You obviously are not Scooby Doo fans at all. Scooby Dumb. Scooby Dumb. He's, he's a cousin. He's from the south. I don't Scooby, remember that one. Scooby Dumb. I only remember when they become the evil versions of themselves. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, they just lied. Are you googling Scooby Dumb? Okay, let's see. The whole, please, everybody, please hold. We need to know. Those of you out there that, that know. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Dim-witted cousin. Bang! Right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. Hey, he's kind of albino, too. He is. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, they just lied. This town has lied for several years. They had a groundhog funeral one year. I don't understand what's happening. I think we should go to this one next year. <laughs> they no longer have an albino groundhog, though, so... Go ahead. Well, I'm just saying... There's a place that does lobsters. They do a lobster crawl. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, there's a place. It's in Nova Scotia or something like that. And they do... Nova Scotia. Yeah. 
Uh, they do a lobster crawl. Yeah. And uh, and they have a lobster that predicts the weather. Right. And then they put them in a pot. <sighs> and they cook them. No, I don't want to go mean, to that one. I can't tell you that, but it, 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 <laughs> it, it is something that happens. And uh, it's sponsored by some restaurant. So Interesting. Red Lobster? <laughs> no, but it's... Um, <laughs> So, many groundhogs that have made predictions for various cities have passed their duties to their successors due to the fact that they don't live forever. Obviously, we just learned that. Unfortunately, some have had their lives ended prematurely. In 2014, New York City's mayor, Bill de Blasio, dropped Staten Island Chuck during his prediction ceremony. He's probably going to run against him. A w- the groundhog? Yeah, probably a lot more votes. <laughs> probably. W- I'd vote for a groundhog. <laughs> a week later, Chuck was found deceased due to acute internal injury. The zoo, like, didn't directly say that it was because he was dropped, but most people are assuming yeah. that that is why. Also, you're saying... You said earlier, why don't we have more female groundhog predictors? Well, the zoo staff actually lied about the Staten Island Chuck's sex because they didn't want it to be Staten Island Shirley. I don't know. Well, according to Don Lemon, um, women can't be trusted after the age of 30. Jack told me about this. Jack told me about this. I mean, past your prime. Past your prime. I'm getting close. I'm getting close. <laughs> so, so they lied about this internal injury and then they lied about the sex of the groundhog and then it kind of like came out like news reporters asked so much that they're like, fine, here's like the autopsy report and everybody's like, no, he, Bill de Blasio definitely like killed this groundhog and it was a girl the entire time <laughs> what a misogynist bastard right right anyway bill de blasio has only been back once to the groundhog's day ceremony and he usually says he usually just says that his he has scheduling conflicts every other time that he was invited but most people think that he is oh, a murderer him. they point at him and say murderer. Murderer. murderer I want to go to this one in case he shows up so I can yell that he's a murderer <laughs> you know I started talking to Jack about Groundhog's Day and he's the one that told me about this story because I was like oh it's Groundhog's Day and he immediately said yeah Bill de Blasio killed a groundhog once I was like excuse me <laughs> well, who in West Virginia hasn't true true <laughs> Well, I yeah. <laughs> when you ran over one. How <laughs> <laughs> do you say that on air? She can edit it. So this year couldn't hide from groundhog misfortune. Canadian groundhog Fred La Marmo. Marmo the Marmo. Marmo was found deceased by Roberto Blondin the night prior to his annual to the annual La Jour de Fred event in Val d'Espoir, Quebec. This. this is horrible. I know. His keepers had assumed he was hibernating, which groundhogs do October to January. Blondin said on the matter, quote, in life the only thing that's certain is that nothing is certain. Because they were certain that he was hibernating, and guess what? He was, he was just dead. dead. And they actually don't know how long he was dead, right. so he could have been dead for months. Yeah. So with just hours to spare, there was no time to find a stand-in. Some zoos have other groundhogs. This place did not. So Blondin decided that a stuffed toy version held by a small child would have to do. I don't know who this small child is. And the only reason he said that small child up there is because you know people weren't going to yell at a small child. You know that's why he said I that kid out there. I just thought it was a puppet and she did the little mouth move. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what I'm hoping. I, that's what it was. Oh, actually, a shadow cast by the puppet. Obviously, it's being held by a child, but whatever. Uh, So they assumed that winter would, you know, be prolonged for six more weeks. So, you know, the drama never ends with Groundhog's Day, apparently. I I was laughing. I was crying. Because I'm like, oh my gosh. Can you you imagine the child? Because I'm like... You, young girl. Young, young, J- whose child is it? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Groundhog's dead. Hold this. Hold this puppet. Damn it. <laughs> and the More kids, winner. The kid's just up there. <laughs> oh my God. I'd be traumatized. Oh my gosh. Anyway, that's, that's the end of the shenanigans that I have. Those are the most famous, you know, crazy stories that I have. Some of them you can go more in depth. The guy that had the albino groundhog in his attic, basically, there's videos of him basically saying that the people in charge killed the other groundhog. It was wild. (laughs) It's wild stuff. He basically said that, like, where they were kept, 
was not a good enclosure, yeah. and so they like basically died. And it so it's secrecy probably had to yeah an NDA yeah <laughs> right right. So anyway, it's wild. So now that we've ta- discussed all of this. Where do you want to still celebrate Groundhog's Day? Do you want to celebrate one of the other traditions? Um, or, and like, where would you like to celebrate Groundhog's Day? Well, I am, for one, will always be looking up around 10 o'clock on February 2nd what happened. Yeah. But Puck's a ton of fill. He's and the... then comparing it to French Creek Freddy. Yeah. And all the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. I still am going to be looking for that. Yeah. Well, Staten Island Chuck has like an 80% correct guess. It's insane how correct he is compared to everybody else. So I don't know if it has something to do with where he... I'm sorry, where he or she lives? Because, I mean, Staten Island Chuck could be... I don't know. Well, could maybe be in touch with the top uh, meteorologist in New York City. True, exactly. Yeah, and exactly. they're... they're con- Talking about weather maps yeah. and high pressure zones, and I mean, he's got the best the best facilities, probably. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm even more intrigued now after I know more about it. I think it'd be very cool to go to Ireland and yeah, and do even if we do the celebration Badger's on the Day first, and then do something the same. Like I think that'd be cool. But all that being said, the reason we even talked about going is that we're so old. Bonnie and I are starting to check off our bucket list. And Punxsutawney Phil is on her bucket list. Yeah. So yeah, she wants to do the whole thing though. She wants to go like on February first or February or January thirty first. You pregame and and pregame all day. Yeah, and and stay until like February third and fourth because you're doing ball dance, ballroom dances, Mm. and the piano bar, and it's a huge celebration for for like three or four days. Is there tailgating like in the morning leading up to the prediction? Yes. I think there can be. <laughs> I think it starts in the night, and I, I'm, I might totally be wrong about this, but you were talking about them burning the things mm-hmm. in celebration of the state. For some reason, it's in my head that they do some kind of bonfire. That sure, night. probably. I'm and sure so that might be where that connection yeah. is. But there's all kinds of things. Most like pagan holidays, you're gonna have a bonfire, and I feel like that's just like the thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Puckstown is a very small town. Yeah. And so they have like two hotels. And so most people bus in. They, they Oh really? Yeah, they get hotels further away and uh like thousands of people will bus in. Gotcha. If they if they may not even drive in, there may yeah. not be parking. Right. But a lot of people bus in. But uh there was also I, I, I when I was when we first started talking about this right. way back on February second. Yeah. I thought this was the great thing. <laughs> I started looking up, you know, the top ten prognosticators right and there was people there, there were people there were groundhogs that had been dead and there was one that died in new jersey and they wanted to get another one mm-hmm. another groundhog and they wouldn't be allowed uh, the state was denying their application to get a groundhog i think it was because they were a funeral home <laughs> and they wanted they they just they, the, the the owner of the funeral home i believe just loved Groundhog Day, the movie. Yeah. And wanted to, wanted to do the celebration. Well, New Jersey had... Uh, what are, What is it called? Something of... Uh, she's Edwina now, right? Essex of Edwina. Yes. Yes. Hold on. I got to find it. Uh, it's way up here, maybe somewhere. And when you mentioned, um, you know, not having a backup groundhog, some of these groundhogs are... I'll just make a name up. Uh, Johnny the first, Johnny the second, Johnny yeah. the third, Johnny the sixth, and eighth. They just yeah. keep the same name. name. They just well, that's what I say. New Jersey's Essex Edwina is a female, but the one before was Essex Edward or something like that because it was a male. So they do just like switch it like that. Jimmy the Groundhog's the worst name ever, and I bet they do Jimmy the first, second, third, fourth. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's, that's terrible. Who named it? Jimmy the Greek. Jimmy the Greek is a is a uh, he. I hope I don't get it wrong, but um, he was a person that followed sports, and they'd take him, bring him on, oh. and uh, and do what he thought the game would be like. Jimmy the a prediction. Oh, prediction okay, okay, okay. So they got you, got you, got you, got you. Yeah. And uh, so maybe the maybe, maybe they did something like that. Yeah. Jimmy the well, I also think it's funny that you said these people would like owned a funeral home that wanted. I think it's very funny because I think people forget that groundhogs are. Animals it's not. Too. Yeah. And so they're like, let's get a groundhog in. Oh, my God, he bit somebody. I'm like, obviously he bit somebody. You pushed him into the guy's face. Like, I don't understand what you were talking about. He ran away because of bagpipes. 
no shit he ran away because of bagpipes like what like they're small rodents they're not you know what i mean i think right i think a, a better predictor of spring is when the skunks especially in the rural area areas when the skunks come out and get underneath the trailers and try to uh spray <laughs> try well they get with female skunks and they mm. start fighting over territory Spring is on the way. Spring is on the way. Hey, well, Emma, I don't know if you heard me say this. Emma just said that a skunk, she has automatic doors at her work, and a skunk walked into the lobby. <laughs> they said right now, is there mating time mating or something? Oh, so, yeah, that's what he's saying. They come out and they, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All right, so what do you guys think? you think this story will keep you up at night, or do you think you'll still be able to sleep as snug as Bug and Rug? be able to sleep other than planning where I want to go. I know. I'm excited about that. We uh, still got a year away. And I really mm. thought the morning of, I said, we could just drive down to French Creek because we could still make it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I felt bad we didn't go, but... Is it close? No, I was working. We were No, no, no. Is it close? Creek is... French Creek Freddy. No, it's in Buchanan. You can go there. Mm. Yeah. There's a wildlife like sanctuary there. But they do it. A little park. Like yeah, yeah there's fun. also another one in like uh, we could just catch our own Shepherd, Shepherdstown or something like that in West Virginia. But God, we just could camp out in our yard. Uh, just, just uh, don't, don't try to catch your own groundhog. <laughs> they probably carry a lot of diseases. Yeah. We don't, we don't want that. One of them, the guy who got bit on the hand, De Blasio. No, is that no, no, no? That's the one who killed. I don't know. Whichever one tried to lure him out with a corn and got bit on the hand they then used like very thick gloves like the next couple right. years and i was like obviously obviously yeah he, they've got big teeth the rodents so anyway um yeah i think i'm kind of voting to go to i just want to go to that place that has the albino groundhog because i'm just like what's gonna happen next at this point but wait where's that one out west it's like in ontario oh, ontario yeah yeah but I mean, they had a. They instead of just canceling, they held a funeral, and read from the groundhog's will. It be Whose idea was yeah. that? I think um, the zoo that you work at. Yeah. Should hold one, and use a stuffed groundhog. So use a puppet. You know what's weird? Native animals are super weird because, like, we have a really hard time being allowed to have, like, possums and stuff because of the USDA or whoever is in charge of that. So I don't know if we'd be allowed to have a groundhog. We could probably just find one. You know what? Let's just do one here. Yeah, let's just find one. That's what I said. We'll just camp out. We'll use them, and then I can shoot them after. We can have a... Stop. Okay. And then we can hold a funeral and read from its will. We could even have a campfire the day before. Anyway, what? Uh, that he predicted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just his prediction. Okay, so I gotta look up the poems and the... Yeah, the poems. It's probably in Gaelic. That's what she said. Yeah. It's hard to translate. Okay. I'm I sure you could it. find him, but I kind of wanted to get the scandals a little bit faster, <laughs> yeah. so that's why I didn't add that in. <laughs> I wanted to get to how many people got bit by groundhogs. <laughs> I, I, I like these stories because I like knowing what where the history is, mm-hmm. where history and then lore and legend and culture and how it all morphed into, let's make some money off this. Yeah. This one is definitely, because I feel like a lot of holidays we talk about, it's a little more straightforward. This one is definitely a little bit murky of how the hell we got to Groundhog's Day, mm-hmm. but it's there. Like, it is there if we, like, squint yeah. and turn our head a little bit. <laughs> um, it is there. But I also am like, Groundhog's Day is the most ridiculous. Like, say you went to, like, a country where they didn't celebrate Groundhog's Day and you try to explain it to them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They would be like, yeah. oh, what are you saying? No, but... There, a lot of places a do. Lot of other cultures would have a different animal. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. do, but I'm thinking like, I mean, does like Japan have a groundhog's day? You know I, what I mean? I bet they have a predictor of spring. Maybe. Yeah, it might be a flower or mm, That's the, true. The, that's the, fair. That's the, fair. The, I didn't think blossoms. about that. But it most places will have some because somewhere along the way they did the same thing. Yeah. They're trying to predict when they should start planting. Yeah. When and it's the midpoint between yeah. winter and spring. So yeah, that makes sense. Along the way they're like, ah. Oh, it's this, when this, this knows, yeah, that's the true. swallows come to California, or right? Right, 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 right. That's be. fair. That's fair. When the skunks come out, and... 
Well, I was going to say with the albino one, they might have lied about it because think of all the merch they would have. And they probably well, would have they were the only fine. one for a while that had albino ones. And I think they had multiple, but then like their backup albino groundhog died too. So like uh, they, and it said like, if you read about it, they tried to, they ask like hunters and like people who went out and like searched for groundhogs or set traps or whatever to try and look for albino ones and nobody could find one. And so that's why she was like, we're running out of time. Like I just have to. They should just had a funeral. Yeah. But then again, I mean, there would have been, been questions. They already had a funeral. So yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, there would have been questions and questions have been like, how did it die? Let's come in and inspect your area. Yeah. Well, and people are like, some things you'll read will be like, it was suspicious because groundhogs live for 14 years. And then some people, places yeah. are like, oh, they only live for three years. I mean, they probably live for more. Possums only live for like four years maximum. And I know groundhogs live for more, but I'm sure like. Being a lot more exciting with skunks. <laughs> Which you sprays to the left. You gotta hold it right in the middle. <laughs> no, no, no. You'd have to wear like the ponchos that you wear in like the yeah. Niagara Falls boots because you're in the splash zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got it. Buy your, buy your shields. And then you're in the soak zone. And then as like little uh, gift bags, gets, you get juice. tomato juice. Yes, exactly. You get tomato juice. <laughs> this is a genius idea. I'm I know giving. they can do it in the dark. Yes. The one time I ran through State Farm, there was a mom and like 10 skunk babies and I stood still. I was like, don't come over here. Don't come over here. (laughs) So I'm sure we can find them. Yeah. Uh, All right. Thanks for being on. Any last questions, comments, concerns? I want to thank uh, Dad specifically because you were the one. You said that we should do a short little episode about Groundhog's Day. (laughs) A little small thing. Here we are. We're an hour into it. What would I have cut out about? You know what I mean? Like, what would I have cut out? You get credit. I'm the one that said I wonder where it came from. Okay, Mom, you get credit too. I started looking it up and then you told her, thank you. I'm sorry. Pearl, you too. I'm sure you came up. Do you have any witnesses? (laughs) Just checking. Start recording what happens in the car. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, you can find out my resources on bugandarug.pubby.com. You can look at pictures on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Facebook's just bug and a rug. Twitter and Instagram are at BIA or podcast. Email us. I have a story about your dad and groundhogs. Was, was it a groundhog? Gopher? It was a gopher. Oh, okay. We'll save it, it for another time. You got, it was a wampus you, cat. You see, mm. you see, I was drinking. <laughs> I was drinking. <laughs> Many of my good stories start that you way. You see, I was drinking. <laughs> All drink. right. Before we get into that. <laughs> All right, signing off. I'm Caitlin. I'm Mama Sue. Hey, I'm Dad Bruce. Um, bye. Bye.